But anyway, today is actually a really cool day. Uh, today we're here to spe- with our special guest, um, who is an intern here at Bind, and is also actually um, a brain injury survivor. Um, she's currently being one of our counselors, and we are really glad to have you here because I've been getting to meet you and all of that, but we're also really excited to have you here for our uh, listeners to get to know you a little bit better and for our members to know you too. So thank you so much for coming in and being here to share your perspective. So thank you and welcome. Thank you. I'm honored and excited. <laughs> welcome to Bindways, the official podcast of the Brain Injury Network of Dallas. I'm Brian White, Bind's Executive Director. On each episode, we'll be providing insight into the brain injury community. We'll be talking to members and professionals regarding their stories and the important role of Binds Clubhouse. We work as a team to inspire hope, community, and a sense of purpose to survivors, caregivers, and the public. Thank you for tuning into Bindways. Let's get on with the show. So, just so I know that you and I have had a couple of personal conversations, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your story? Absolutely. Um, I was 41 years old, and one evening I could not walk down my hallway, pretty narrow hallway, without running into the walls. And Todd, my better half, said, I think we may need to go to an emergency room. Um, we were very close to the hospital, went to the emergency room. Um, a lot of confusion later, um, I found out I had a brain tumor and um, was scheduled for uh, craniotomy brain surgery a few days later. Um, and following that brain surgery, um, recovery went well for a while and then you know I started losing weight I you know all these other issues started coming up and it turned out that I had a MRSA infection in my brain (laughs) from the first surgery um, as well as meningitis Um, and that original craniotomy and the resulting infection um, caused cranial nerve damage um in the resectioning and, and debulking of that tumor. Wow. I actually, right now that I was listening to you, the cranial, can you say that again? Sure. That cranial nerve damage. Oh, okay. But the first surgery that you had. Oh. Uh, oh, the craniotomy. There you go. Yes, yes. <laughs> you learn yeah. all sorts of fun new words <laughs> when you brain injuries, don't we? Yeah. I actually... <laughs> I had a surgery like that, too. So when you were telling me, I'm like, I didn't even know that about you. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, not awesome, but, you know, it's good (laughs) to be able to, like, learn more about you and just different things that we can relate to. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's nice to be in a room where craniotomy isn't, like, a bad word. Say what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. It's true. Um, So, yeah, um, I guess a little bit about, you know, that's scary. I mean, just everybody's injury is a little bit different but like what how was it how did it affect you afterwards like you know like Kelsey and I have a little bit of cognitive issues here and there and wrong words and obviously I'm physically absolutely well I had lots of effects like so many of us um rehab for me was learning to walk and talk and 
um, do all sorts of things all over again. Um, so for me, the cranial nerves that were affected um, were trigeminal, um, which is your facial muscles, and that's um, on my right side. Um, and it also affected abducens, um, which is the nerve that controls your eye's ability to go from center to the outside. And so my right eye will travel to the left, up and down, but not to the right. Mm. Um, also with that abducens, cranial nerve damage, um, my eye does not close all the way. So um, it's it basically causes like a chronic dry eye. You know, brain injuries are like the <laughs> gift that keeps giving, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so I'm currently... Uh, have these new eye drops that they made out of my blood yeah it's pretty crazy um to see if they can help at least curtail some of the um, cornea damage um i still cannot pass a swallow study i guess that's glossopharyngeal um nerve cranial nerve excuse hmm. me um but i was determined that if I was going to live, that I was going to be able to eat. So I had a feeding tube for about a year and a half. Um, but slowly, somehow, my body <laughs> figured out a, another way uh, to allow me to be able to swallow. Um, uh, I've had four hip <laughs> dislocations and two hip replacements. Uh, consequences of actually vascular necrosis consequences from steroids and all the attempts to shrink the tumor and then also um, the treatment for the infection uh, it took me a very long time um, to get my neurocognitive testing that was really hard for me I, it's like I didn't want to see um, and I think it's probably now I can look at it as a blessing because I always spoke so quickly that no one could understand me. I was always just like kind of running around. And um, so my processing speed has slowed down. But if you ask people that know me, they probably say that was one of the benefits maybe <laughs> um, of, the, of the whole ordeal. Um, but yeah, it's just really great for me to be around my people <laughs> you yeah. know and we totally understand we mm -hmm. always tell everyone no one gets a brain injured like a brain injured so oh, amen to that. yeah we're yeah. glad we're you're here we're glad we get to help you with your internship and we're excited about that so um you said it like how long were you in the hospital with your recovery did you were you inpatient only outpatient so all that fun stuff i went to um like a skilled nursing okay originally and then from there i transferred to anna the paid location for residential uh rehab okay. and i was there um i don't know three months something like that till finally i was like something's really wrong and we went to md anderson and the, the and he's the head chondrosarcoma guy and he took one look at me without I mean, a blood draw or anything. He said, she's got meningitis. And if you don't get her to the ER here or 
drive back to Dallas and take her straight, she's not going to make it. Oh, wow. So really the brain cancer, um, I mean, obviously had it gone untreated, would have been um, detrimental, but um, that was not really what caused the most critical elements. You know, Mm -hmm. when things got really bad, it was really that brain infection and the lack of anybody really recognizing that that's what was going on. Um, I went back, uh, came back to Dallas. They opened, had a second craniotomy. They opened it up to clean it all out. Um, went back through rehab again. I always knew that there was going to be two surgeries. So um, chondrosarcoma is actually a bone cancer, really bone and cartilage. And so when it happens in the brain, it is going to be near the brain stem okay. and right around the carotid artery. So I still have a remaining part of the tumor, the piece that's wrapped around the carotid artery that, you know, obviously no surgeon would want to touch because you right. know, it's just too too dangerous um but i've had proton uh radiation um so hopefully that will abate any future growth i just recently made five years without any new growth so oh nice yeah that's really good that's great yeah that was uh a nice hallmark in the journey yeah and i think you just said five years of not getting new like any growth but I think it's really important sometimes to like really recognize all the steps you have taken. And I think that everything you've been sharing of how you're, what ended up happening. Yeah, you started with a, you know, a tumor and then it what led to all of these that created a lot more like difficulties. But how long was it ago when you first had like the tumor? Like when did this whole journey start? Or read or like I don't know, hiccup step. Where did that hiccup start? Right. So like and you have to understand well, you all understand like my memory is fussy, so this is piecing together memory and medical records. But um by the time I had so this, so they ended up coming, going back in to finish, and obviously I went to a different surgeon at a different hospital oh, yeah. after yeah. Uh, the, my first experience, and um, my neurosurgeon was Dr. Coimbra, and he partnered up with Yohav Han, who is a neurological ENT, um, both at Medical City, and because the cranial nerve damage um, also affected. I had no um, hearing at all in my right ear. I also had no vestibular, so I was getting no like value from that ear for balance. Um, so the last surgery, they actually that was their exit route for the tumor was through my ear. Yeah. So in that process, they went ahead and removed all of the ear mechanics out of that ear. So. Um, I cannot pass a field sobriety test, no matter if I'm stone cold sober, because my you know my balance is a, is an issue. Um, kind of also compounded with the vision too. Sure. Um, but all in all, um, you know, I was when I say five years, no new growth on the tumor. I mean from the day it was discovered, oh, if that okay. makes sense. Okay. So there was a lot of messing going on in my brain and things were, you know, happening yeah. during that time. But um, I really kind of was in the 
clearing. <laughs> I say that, but this, that's prior to uh, an eye surgery. I had, you know, mm-hmm. both the hips. I mean, all this other stuff, but really kind of out of the cancer treatments and rehab after about two and a half years, three years. Wow. Wow. Um, I'm going to press a quick pause on our conversation just to remind, like, not only you, but us as uh, co-hosts and our listeners, like, the importance of your story and what we're sharing and how we're doing this on every single episode on every Thursday. So let's continue listening to you and then remind our listeners to continue listening to us on every Thursday and then make sure to check our um, podcast at Bindways on all your social platforms. So, yeah. But thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's awesome. I'd like to hear all of that because that's a lot of bumps <laughs> on the road. That's a lot. And I think that that's really good because, like, we're seeing – I had a stroke in December. It's going to be six years ago. And I thought a lot of had bumps, but you had a lot of bumps too. <laughs> and, like, look at, like – you're so inspiring, and I don't think we've shared that yet. So I would love to go more towards like where you are today because that was a huge adventure from the very beginning, right? That none of that was expected, right? So where are you today? Like, where are you today? Like, what are you doing here as an intern here at Bind? <laughs> well, so I met um, Bind's executive director at Pate. He was my counselor when I was at the day program. And, um, I kind of once. Well, let me back up. So I, I met the ranch in Anna, and you have basically. It kind of reminds me of those, coach, motor coach inns. You know, it had like a you, you had like a front door that opened. <laughs> you know, out and and then you had another door that opened into an interior hallway. And um, I remember one morning I was in the shower, and I was su- super dizzy. And I hit my head, and it's a con- you know it's like a concrete <laughs> center block you know shower, and I was like, oh, I can't tell anybody because I didn't want to have any more precautions. You know, I was already mad because I had a walker and and all of that. So, um, and I realized, and I joked that I hit myself on the head, and realized I had been working to apply for disability, and had received that, and I realized this is my opportunity to go back to school. I did not have a great um, first shot. I did a lot of, well, maybe shots. Maybe that was my problem. <laughs> is, is In fact, that was, yes. Um, and so I, I had my daughter 13 months later, my son, and, you know, started a career in geriatrics and just never thought that was going to be a possibility until maybe I retired one day. And that kept me going, you know, like, if I can just get through this, I can get to school. If I can get through this, I can get to school. And, you know, I I could appreciate it more. So I was, you know, able to do better in school, um, finished up my undergrad, and um, then started on my master's. And I am doing my internship to become a licensed professional counselor here at Bind, my new favorite place in the whole world. (laughs) So, okay, that was kind of what we were demanding. So you kind of did school, and then you didn't do school, and had a brain injury, and said, I'm going to go back to school. That's pretty impressive, because most people go, I had a brain injury, I can't finish school. (laughs) So, very proud of you on that. Um, Did you, immediately when you decided to go back to school, did you know you wanted to work 
with brain injury. I mean, is that what made you decide to go into counseling and towards brain injury? Or I, I knew that I wanted to go into counseling. It's kind of something I'd always was interested in, but really felt out of the realm because I knew, I mean, I didn't have my undergrad. I was going to mm-hmm. have to go to grad school. Um, and then, you know, it's just that whole make your pain your purpose. I mean, it just makes sense. Um, and I had Brian and I had people that helped me along the way and that, you know, were instrumental in keeping me positive, mm-hmm. you know, throughout. So I owe it to the universe, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. So right now... Um, that you're doing your internship for counseling. Now that you're here, part of mind, obviously you have like a whole different perspective because you're also a survivor. You've also been through a lot of issues that we individually have been through as members of Bind, and the, those people that are sharing our stories are they're barely going through. But what are you looking forward to gain from Bind as a counselor? Because you have the the perspective as a member or like as a brain injury survivor, but as you know, through your internship, what are you looking forward to? Well, I can tell you that, I mean, it's really like being in an inspiration factory. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like the nice things that you're saying about me, it's like that's what we're surrounded with every day. Um, You know, it's hard because we can see the resilience in others, you know, um, but sometimes it it takes you know showing someone a mirror so that they can see their own you know yeah. resilience in the situation yeah. um and kind of this i guess the sentiment is we are all the same but we're all very different mm-hmm. you know it's like all of our stories have these interesting nuanced particulars um one thing i always end up learning a lot because I'm looking up. Well, tell me more about what, how, you know, your brain injury. And then I'm looking up that part of the brain. And then I'm looking up that part of the brain and how it affects this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of like that too. It's just like we don't know everything about the brain. And, you know, be that continual learning. Sure. You know, with each individual. Yeah. And I honestly really like what you said about like a mirror. Because I think that's really different to be connecting with Oh. A counselor, after having an experience that's even a very little bit similar, it's amazing to be able to see someone that's easily connecting to you because you've lived through something like that. So I'm super excited for you, for Bind, for having you for a while now as our intern, um, and also for all of our listeners to be listening to us. So thank you so much, honestly, for being here and taking the time to spend with us. Well, I have to tell you that um, part of... You know, we all have to go through our own things. And, you know, even, you know, we can't forget those of us that do not show outward signs Mm -hmm. of our brain injury. That has its own complications, right? Because it's like, yeah. Anyway, so for me, you can see my face, my uh, palsy in in the face, my eye. And that's been really hard to adjust to, especially in a counseling setting. I mean, literally, you're sitting very close to someone um, and I can't tell you what it felt like to be able to be here 
because all of a sudden, I'm going to cry, all of a sudden the thing that made me feel the most vulnerable was my leading best asset, you know? It was better that you could see it on my face, that there would be no doubt Mm -hmm. when I sat down with someone with the brain injury that they would be able to know that I knew on some level, you know, where they were. And so I can't, I, I shudder to, to think had Brian not been like, okay, come on in and we'll talk about it. Um, right. This internship experience could have been a lot different. So I appreciate you all. Well, we are so happy to have you here and, and that you're gaining all that experience and we get to the game for ourselves for having you here, having someone to talk to. So we are so thankful that you came on here with us today and shared your story, and we can't wait to learn more about you. We might have to have you back when it gets closer to the end of your internship. But thank you so much. Thanks to everyone for listening listening to us, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you all. I really appreciate it. Yep, and if you would like to contact us, for all the listeners, and you included, if you would like to contact us, you can email us at bindweavesatthebind.org, and just make sure to follow us on the Instagram account, which is obviously at the bindwaves, at bindwaves, sorry, <laughs> and then visit us on the website of thebind.org slash bindwaves. And also don't forget to click the like button, click the share button, click all the buttons, wherever they are, everything, so that you're notified, subscribe. All the buttons, just click them. Mm-hmm. And go and click the likes. And thank you so much for listening to us here at Vine Waves. And until next time. Until next time. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Vine Waves and continue to support Bind and our nonprofit mission. We support brain injury survivors as they reconnect into the life, the community, and their workplace. And we couldn't do that without great listeners like you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Continue watching. Until next time. Until next time.